Yeah, I gotta keep it trendy on my soul I'm the most selfish person that I know Here we go down the rabbit hole Got a couple carrots from my neck Self-respect when you out of line you put your And we're live, welcome back to Mescal Moguls It's your boy, the one with the Scar's face Your boy Scarface And welcome back to another episode This is a very special episode uh, So I'm excited to you For first of all, thank you guys to everyone that supports the channel Supports your boy Went out to the meet and greet out in Huntington Beach uh, Huntington Beach, fucking said it wrong uh, You know, I Glad I got to meet a lot of you associates. I will be going to California back again. So, you know, stay tuned for that. But this is a special episode I wanted to do just because I went over there. I asked Jackie a lot of these popular questions that you guys asked me. And we had her answer them. Okay. So, uh, this one's going to be a little bit different. I'm going to cut to the to to the Jackie episode here in a little bit. But in the meantime, thank before I do that, thank you guys for supporting the channel. Like uh, the TikTok, the podcast, and all that stuff. So, if you guys want to help out a little bit more, as you can see on here, I have a... The Sleeping Goku right here. We do sell these pins. We have a bunch of different pins. Prolific is the name of the of the company. Link in the bio. Go and check those out. Uh, shout out to everyone who keeps donating every month. You know, uh, I really do appreciate, you know, it helps with the podcast, helps motivate me to create different types of things for you guys as well. Like uh, enhance, like getting better equipment and so on and so forth, just so you guys can have the best experience possible. So make sure you guys go check out all that stuff. And now, let's get into the episode with Jackie and see how she answers some of these questions that you guys always ask me about. All right, so what are your thoughts on a high-value man being able to cheat? I honestly feel like he should be able to do whatever he wants. He's bringing home the money. What do I have to complain about if I'm being taken care of? He should be able to do whatever he wants as long as I don't know about it. Do you think relationships should be 50-50? Yes. I do. What? I think that men and women need to work together and men just can't seem to do it on their own in these times anymore. Like we should be their helper. Perfect. All right. Now we're going to get to the, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be like, Was I did I nail it? <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Cause they're I couldn't be- even take myself serious right now. I was like, bitch. It's funny because they're going to be like, what, what's going on and here? And I'm like, like, what the fuck? He, this bitch has lost her mind. One time with Edgar and like, This bitch has lost her mind. All right. So, all right. So the first question that we have uh, is how can a girl get out of a toxic relationship? Ah, how can a girl get out of a toxic relationship? I feel like this is such a common question on all my platforms. A lot of girls want a magic answer. Or like some magic pill, like I'm going to give you this ibuprofen and tomorrow you're out. And it really doesn't work that way. You don't just exit a toxic relationship. You know how they say that uh, women tend to start to go through their process while still in the relationship? That's very much true. And I think that everybody has a different level of what they can tolerate and when they start to mentally check out of the relationship. So there's no one correct answer to leaving a toxic relationship. I don't feel like what I did for myself is something that may be what you need to do for you to exit. I think the best and most blanket answer I could give you is just start to pour into yourself. That's it. Because that's the very beginning of you starting to realize like, oh damn, Maybe I do deserve a little better. And when you start to pour into yourself, you start to kind of find your glow again because when you're in a toxic relationship, you kind of lose all of that. You kind of look tired, dead, 
um, just no life essentially. And when you start to pour into yourself, you start to kind of see your color come back and like a little bit of you come back. And I think when you start to see a little bit of you come back is when you'll be able to start to recognize that maybe this isn't something that I should be in. I think mm -hmm. your thoughts. Uh, I think it's just getting help. Like, knowing that people are there to help mm -hmm. just because a lot of a lot of the times especially so like i know there's one girl she went through a whole toxic relationship she was getting beat she was getting like all sorts of stuff but she thought it was too embarrassing or too like that nobody was going to help her mm -hmm. but there's plenty of people that will help you out here like you just have to say something and not be so embarrassed that oh they're going to judge me no they're going to be like let me help you get out of that like yeah talk to this talk to this let's put you here you know there's plenty of people who will um, help you if you don't have family or friends that will help you there's different like programs you can get into different people that you have to talk to, like you can talk to that will help you get out of this because that's as soon as she realized that she said it just like this love shouldn't hurt mm -hmm. and so after that when she realized that she got out like some of the videos that she sent me of the guy just yelling at her throwing stuff breaking stuff like so bruises sad. all over her face like that's not how a relationship should be can we talk about that for a second yeah. too like the shame associated with the fact that you have been accepting all of this treatment and the embarrassment that you feel mm -hmm. it's embarrassing you feel humiliated you feel like your self-esteem is at an all-time low i think that that was like one of the main debilitating feelings that i had when i discovered the betrayal and the affair because i felt so small i felt humiliated i felt embarrassed like how could i let this happen how could my life be this how could somebody do this to me you know like how was i so invaluable like you just feel all these feelings of shame and guilt that are not even yours to carry but because somebody isn't loving you, you feel so small yeah. and you feel ashamed. So I definitely understand. Yeah. That's why I remember you talked about when you wouldn't, you would put on a front that everything was okay mm -hmm. when it really wasn't. Mm -hmm. So get out of your toxic relationship. Oh my God. <laughs> Today. Today. Uh, all right. So do you think people really need closure when they feel like they haven't gotten it from their partner? No. I don't think that you need closure. Um, I think that that's an ego thing. I think your ego wants an answer. Mm -hmm. Your ego wants to know why, who, what, when, where, how, um, just to feed your ego. But do you really need that closure? The closure is the action. The closure is what they did. Whatever the case may be, whatever they did to you, um, for you to start to realize that you need to exit, whatever relationship you're in that is your closure what what final words do you need from somebody what final conversation do you need to have the final conversation was the final action and it might make it you probably will leave worse than what you or you might circle back exactly you might circle back and put yourself in that same toxic cycle you might end up going back to something that you knew you should have left all because you went to look for closure and let's be real a lot of these people because they don't know any better and because they thrive all the off these toxic cycles they end up meeting up with the person and then what happens we're all grown here what do they end up doing more yeah. than likely they end up hooking up exactly and then 
you get those feelings and then what? Then you end up cuddling. And then what? This and then you leave out. and then you leave with more questions than you got answers. Yeah. For what? You don't need closure. It's an ego. Your ego wants to hear them apologize. Your ego wants to hear the why. Your ego wants uh, for them to say that it was their fault, not yours or whatever. It's your ego. Yeah. You don't need any closure. Exactly. I like that. Yeah. All right. So. All right. Next question we have here are what are some things that you look for in a guy that tells you or lets you know that he's definitely interested in you? Like signs that show me that he has interest in me? Yeah. Because a lot of these guys, they can say, oh, hey. Oh, yeah. Like talk a big game, all this bullshit. Yeah. But then, you know, you I'm sure you have your things. Oh, like, I think he actually might be into me, you know. I think a huge sign for me, and I think maybe you can agree with me, is when a man is actually pursuing you. Um, because I feel like men, when they really want something, they're going to get it. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to continue to try to get it. Um, and I feel like that's a big sign for me that if you're pursuing me, not love bombing me, because there's a huge difference, pursuing me, that you're actively trying to know me, that you're actively trying to see what I like, spend time with me, but not too much time because I think it's also unhealthy. Like you have to have your own life still. Like we're just getting to know each other. So somebody that has a great boundary in terms of their time, but also showing interest in wanting to spend time with me, wanting to um, try new things with me and making an effort when I say, let's say I tell you I like mariscos and you make it a point to find the best marisco spot in LA County. And then you're like, oh, I looked it up. This place had 20,000 reviews. So I had to bring you here since you love mariscos. Effort. Yeah, little things like that. Yeah. I think that that would be it for me. Yeah, and I would agree because, again, a lot of these guys, they can tell you whatever that you want to hear, you know, but are they doing it? Speaking of that, I actually recently went on a date and this is something that I pointed out um, because I talked about it on my TikTok on live is that when we were talking in conversation prior to the date, he asked me um, what my favorite flowers were and what my favorite color was. And I was like, oh, I love any type of flowers, anything like I love flowers now. And um, he was like, yeah, I'm a flowers guy. I'm like that guy, etc." Right. So the date comes and there's no flowers. So then that already to me is like, you just wanted to impress me with words, Mm -hmm. but I never just listen to your words. Your words have to align with your actions. And so you're right. A lot of guys do come out here and say, I'm this guy, I'm that. I want to do this for you. I'm going to do that for you. Do you like this? Do you like that? But you have to watch their actions because do their actions really align with their words? Yeah. And no. Yeah, their their actions will clearly tell you how they feel. Exactly. All right. So next question we have. If a married man hits on you or asks you out, should you tell their partner? I'm snitching. (laughs) In literally 2.5 seconds, I'm telling. And I'll figure it out. I'm going to tell on you. Um, If I can figure out how to tell on you, like if I can, depends on where I was approached. You know, if I was approached at the gym by some married guy with a ring, I don't know who his wife is, you know, like that's, that's two worlds apart, but I have been known to like, if there's a guy that like likes a picture or something, or 
it, you know how on your stories you can subtly like nobody sees that yeah if i see that you got a family in your picture you better be careful because i'm gonna tell mm-hmm. and i have i i don't play that like i'm not okay with a woman being laughed at behind her back because i was laughed at behind my back and i don't entertain that and i don't think it's appropriate i think if you're a married man you should only have eyes for your wife Mm -hmm. and there should be no reason why you're following me keeping up with me and i'm also quick to block anybody like that which i shouldn't have to do to protect somebody else but at the end of the day it disgusts me it irritates me i don't want that energy at all so if i catch it and i can tell your wife i'm gonna tell her yeah because i had a conversation with this one girl she wanted to i guess the guy was trying to like approach her but in person and she's like should i tell uh her her uh wife and i was like i don't think so unless you have like some sort of proof because he can easily say oh like she don't know what she's talking about it's probably because like she's jealous or something like that so would you would which you makes say, sense would you say like if you can prove it yes if not just leave it alone because i'm just gonna tell okay i don't care I don't, I don't care what her reaction is. I don't care if she's going to block me, call me crazy, whatever. I'm going to tell her because I have nothing to lose, you know? Yeah. So what am I going to lose? Your husband? Like, I don't want your husband. Disgusting. Because what is he going to, if he's doing it to you, he's going to do it to me. I'm good. So I have nothing to lose. I'm going to tell just to tell. And if the girl has a problem with it or she says that I don't have proof or whatever, I'm like, look, girl. I'm telling you what it is. You could do whatever you want with information. That's it. Um, because the last thing I want is for anybody to feel, again, the humiliation that I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, because if he's doing this to me, maybe that'll prompt her to be, look at his phone. You know? Maybe that'll prompt her to be like, hmm, maybe that one time that he said he was doing X, Y, and Z, maybe it's not adding up. And mm-hmm. to look into things because... It'll spark something, you know? It'll plant the seed. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Makes sense. All right. So, the next question is, do girls have rosters or options? That's a yes by the smile. (laughs) Yes. Um, Now, I feel like this can get very finicky because I feel like, what does that mean right so i feel like for the younger generation and for people who are very much in situationship type of life have rosters in a different way than what i would say i have a roster at you know what i mean um for me i'm dating not exclusively i'm dating multiple people because i'm getting to know multiple people and i'm very clear about that like hey you're fucking in the running but you're not the one you know what i'm saying like you're in the running and there's other people in the running and i'm honest about it because i never want to lie about that i feel like in the past i have been closed off to exclusivity in the dating phase and most people don't deserve exclusivity in the dating phase and also most people don't know how to be honest about not having exclusivity in the dating phase so i'm very straight up now like hey like i'm dating openly Mm -hmm. you can take that as you wish if you want to date me cool if you don't don't i need to have the opportunity to have options to see who deserves my full commitment because i feel like people you don't get to see people's true colors right away 
for a month two months three months it takes three to six months to kind of see what somebody's real intention is and to see what somebody is really about so my definition of having a roster is that is that i'm getting to know you i'm not sleeping with anybody um i feel like that's so sacred and i feel like your body's such a temple and i would be so terrified of like you know how they say like demons attach themselves to you and all this mm. stuff like i don't want nobody's demons like i'm good i'm okay there's a rose for that you know like i'm good um so it's not that i'm sleeping with multiple people it's just that i'm trying to see if you are who you say you are and if you aren't then there's no reason for me to have been committed to you for six months and have lost six months of time that i could have gotten to know somebody else yeah or that somebody came in the picture now where i feel it's finicky is in this world of situationships and lying to each other and you're sleeping with him and he's sleeping with her and also sleeping with x y and z and like all these people are just like intertwined and it's a fucking mess yeah that's where it's a problem so i feel like women and men have rosters i just feel like it means different things for people and people don't know how to be clear about that especially if you're like younger luckily for me i'm 34 so i'm in a little bit more of a safer zone yeah see and i i completely agree with you can i help you put your hair over oh yeah sorry no you're good i just heard a little bit of hair but i i agree with you just because uh i remember my rosters like when i was a lot younger that was different there was like and it's true there was the girl that you really want you'll do anything for mm -hmm. Uh, and then the other ones, there's a couple runner-ups that, you know what, hey, like, just in case that one doesn't work out, you know, I have these two. And then there's the one, <laughs> the girl that's always down to do everything. Like, you hit her up, she's like, yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go. And then there's the 3 a.m., hey, you up, <laughs> type of girl. Uh, but that was, like, before. The situationship life. Exactly. Yeah. Now it's, like, completely different. Now it's just, because oh, I always say that, too, is just, like, you don't just date one person. Like, the next person that comes into your life because how do you know you know mm -hmm. like date a few people see which one you vibe with more if you didn't really vibe with it go date them again if you don't get that feeling find 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 somebody else you know like stop a lot of people will try to romanticize the first person that talks to them and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden like if it falls apart it feels like a breakup and girls especially struggle with romanticizing because we end up planning our whole future with somebody that we just <laughs> met based on guilty too you know um based on our first couple interactions with them instead of actually seeing who they actually are yeah. and seeing again if their words align with their actions we end up romanticizing and then now we've had this whole fairy tale that isn't even real and we want to make it real so bad and then we, it's hard for us to let that attachment go so definitely i feel like women do that now let me ask you something let me put you in the hot seat. Oh, okay okay um but is it true that men have placeholders? Uh, Would you say that that's true, like a placeholder? I, I, yes, I, I think that's true because there's a lot of uh, guys who don't know how to be on their own because they just want somebody there. But the moment they find somebody that they actually want to be with. Placeholder gone. Gone. Or, or they'll keep the placeholder because they're still hooking up with them and have a whole other relationship. While they're trying to pursue that. Yeah because uh, you've seen it there uh, i get the questions all the time like why does this guy like have a girlfriend but then always want to come back and hook up with me and i'm like because you keep giving Cause it you up allow him. him yeah the more you allow, allow him to come back the more he's going to come back he can be he can be with this this other girl he can get married with her if you let him keep coming back he's going to keep coming back mm -hmm. and so yes i do believe that there is placeholders 
Uh, and it sucks because sometimes you can't tell. You can't tell because you don't know the true intention of the guy. Like, because uh, everything is going great, but in reality, like he's not really into her. Uh huh. And so the moment the girl he's into, he'll be like, "We're done here. I'm going over here." That's why, like, sometimes these guys goes, uh, they just drop you like for no reason. Uh, and I think that's why, like, sometimes some girls want some sort of closure because of that, because they don't know what his real intentions were. Because yeah. I've done it too before. It sucks, but you know, I was I was young. Uh, Idiot. Yeah. I'm, just <laughs> I'm you like, fuck you. <laughs> you talk to this girl just because the one that you actually want is not giving you the time of day right now. But then the moment she starts giving you more time of day, or you find a different girl that you, I'm like, dang, I really like this girl. You drop this one and you over here. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm like, that's where ghosting happens. Cause I'm not gonna tell you, hey, obviously, <laughs> I like this girl more. So, you know, this ain't gonna work, you know, or I'm not gonna tell you, hey, like I'm talking to her too. I'm hooking up with her. I'm still gonna hook up with you as long as you let me. Like, it's, you know. It, well, then. Yeah. Now you could be more. Yeah. Now, now it's uh, open communication, open, like. Uh, it's like, hey, I'm open. I'm dating openly. Yeah. And see, like, right. I'm not committed to anyone, et cetera. Yeah. And people ask me if, like, I'm dating. I, and I just say, like, I don't really put myself in, like, a position to date me. Like, I'm always busy. I'm always out doing something. It's not like I'm out here, like, hey. I'm single. We're trying to go out on dates. You and know? even then, I feel like a guy has to pursue. So if you're not in, if you're not pursuing, yeah, then so obviously you're not gonna date. I mean, obviously we. Well, you know what? I'm lying because we live in a different time where I feel like girls pursue guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so maybe you would have the opportunity if you opened up. But I feel like in a better world, it would be you pursuing. Yeah, and, and I always say this just so it doesn't feel like because sometimes I want like to know that the girl is into me too you yes. know what I mean because like so I always say yes the guy is supposed to be pursuing yes the guy is supposed to be putting in more of the effort but like to me like if I feel like a girl's not putting in any effort I'm just like alright I'm out she's not interested you know like and then I just check out I don't know was she into me I don't know but she wasn't showing any I think a girl that's into you is going to reciprocate the energy. I think she's not necessarily reciprocated in the way that she's pursuing you, but I think she's definitely going to be like, you know, like hug you differently or like massage your hand or just show you interest in another way or like, hey, how's your day going? Like here and there, like a little check in. I feel like girls can definitely reciprocate energy if they're interested. But I think it definitely is your job to pursue. Oh, absolutely. Guys yeah. should be so if there. you're not in the position to pursue, well, obviously you're not <laughs> dating. Unless it's girls pursuing you, then I I don't know. I feel like that's kind of emasculating. But yeah. It's, for I, some I, men, I guess. Yeah, some I, men like it. I, I like to pursue. I like the chase. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, all right. So can uh, can you be friends with your ex? Um, I actually am friends with my ex. I have an ex um, and we are friends um, and we are cool. And I think it took some time to kind of separate the feelings um, because at first it was very murky water, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but over time, we were able to make it very clear like, hey, we're just friends. Like, this is never going to be what it ever was again and we're just friends now 
if I were to get into a relationship with somebody, I wouldn't be able to talk to them because it just wouldn't be respectful. Like this is somebody that I was with intimately, like obviously. Um, and I think we both understand that, but I think it's, it's definitely like a really hard place, you know, because there's some people that you have a lot of love for that you're like, damn, you know, like I would still want to be your friend, but at the same time, it's like when you decide to move on, you really can't have that friendship. So I guess while I'm single, it's okay to have the friendship. Um, and it's not like uh, interrupting anything that I'm doing in my personal life. Uh, but I guess at the second that I decide to take somebody serious, I would have to say we, we can't be friends. But I get why you, because it's obvious, like at the end of the day, when push comes to shove, you're going to end up not being friends. Yeah. Because you're going to end up getting in a relationship with somebody else. So I know you're very, the second that you break up or something, it's yeah. blocked, 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 blocked. We're yeah. never having communication again. And I get that too. Um, because at the end of the day, you end up. You end up in that same spot. Yeah, not having a. Or you should be in that same spot because, because that was actually my next question to you too, is that can your partner be friends with their ex? But um, so that you, you basically answered it there saying like, if you're single, you can do like obviously you can do be whatever, you with want. whoever you want. But as soon as you get into a relationship, you have to be respectful of your partner, you know, because mm. I wouldn't want no girl. No. And, and co-parenting is a whole different situation. You yeah. know, I understand that. But like there's there's also boundaries to that, you know, cause even then I feel like in co-parenting, there's no reason for you guys to do shit together. Exactly. Like, like some people it just like, doesn't make sense to me. Go on vacations together, go on yeah. like stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> That doesn't make sense to me. Mm -mm. Like, you're not a family. <laughs> you guys, as soon as you guys broke up, that ended. You guys are not a family. So why are you guys doing family things if you guys are not a family? Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me in co-parenting. I feel like if you guys were supposed to be a family, then you guys would be a family, but you're not. So you guys parent the kids separately. The only reason to communicate is, hey, there's a school fundraiser. If you're going to go, it's at this time whatever exactly. hey um did you sign the field trip permission slip hey what do you think about this program that they're doing at the school do you want to put the kids in it like that's the only thing that you guys need to talk about what else would you guys need to talk about yeah. like why do i need to tell you a joke to make you laugh like the fuck or asking how your day is going like yeah like how are the kids doing don't worry about it like they're good they're with me they're fine yeah when you get them back, you can ask them how their time was. Like, what, 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 what do we have to talk about? Exactly. Yeah. All right. So this one is a, a little bit more spicier. This is a, actually a popular one that keeps getting asked. So run it. What's a good size of the eggplant? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> to you, what? I'm like, I got hot right now. <laughs> um. Okay. I would say I'm like I'm like looking at the water bottle. I'm like it's kind of too girthy. I'm like I'm nervous now. Um, I would say I guess it just depends for all girls, right? Because I actually just learned this thanks to the school of TikTok. Yes. Um, that every girl's privacy feels different, and mm. I have no idea that every girl's like cave is oh, different. Okay, like okay. the actual inside is different. Oh really? You didn't learn? I mean, I didn't know they were different, but I just know they feel good. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but you they've never felt different to you? Like different okay, girls felt different yes, yeah. or different temperature, different... Wetness and everything. Yes, yeah. different... Okay, um, I agree then. Different ridges, I guess you could say, or it feels different. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm like, don't yeah. tell me school of TikTok failed me because I'm about to get mad. No, now that I think about it more, yes. Yeah, because I saw on TikTok that I, it was like this doctor that this gynecologist, she talks about like how we have different caves on the inside. Like some of them are wider. Some of them are shorter. Some of them are longer. Like on the inside, like through x-rays, they showed like different yeah. um, insides, not the outside, the inside. Um, so I guess... You know how they say, like, I don't know if I could say this on your podcast, but I'm like, when they say a girl could take a dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, that means that they could really take one, you know, like the girl Lena. Yeah, yeah. The girl that just did that the Adam whole. 22? Yes. She could really take one, you know what I mean? Mm. I feel like if I were to try to do that, I would die. Like, <laughs> I don't even think I would try. Like, I'm like, no, like, this is not gonna work. Like, I'm gonna die. I'm good. Thank yeah, you. I'm good. Like, no, thank you. <laughs> um, so. I feel like for me, I think just an, whatever somebody would assume an average size would be. So like whatever they say average is like maybe like girth. I don't know. I'm like this. I'm like trying to remember. Eh? <laughs> I'm like, when's the last time I grabbed one? Eh? Um, and probably like, I don't know, like six inches, I guess. Yeah, that, that was actually pretty. That's bad. average, like, five, right? Five to six is what. Yeah, five to six average and a good girth, not too fucking huge. And I guess, yeah, really hard. <laughs> uh, I feel bad for the 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 micro p guys. Oh my god, dude! I did a whole series on TikTok about that. Yeah. Like, and I was appalled at the amount of stories of girls that have actually experienced that. Never in my life, I Diosito Santo, please never. <laughs> I never want to experience that, but there's legit girls that have told me like that in their literal experience, like it's real. Yeah. It's real, like tiny little things or like guys who've even not even made it in that have like came like in the foreplay stage or in like on their thigh. And I'm just like, this camp, like you guys are lying. Like I know you guys are lying and girls are like, no girl, this is real. Yeah. Like, and there's girls that have even told me that they've been in like relationships with guys that had really, really tiny ones. And they were like, was already in the relationship. I'm like, how could you stay? <laughs> like, I don't get it. And they're like, it's real. Like there's yeah. girls that have sent me pictures yes. and it's real. Uh, I didn't think it was a real thing either until there's this girl that I knew talked about a guy that I knew and she basically snitched on him saying that he had one and I was like no way <laughs> I was like no and she's like yeah he would finish but I never felt a thing and the most unexpected people too I had a friend who told me that um he had a girl roommate and I guess she hooked up with like the biggest guy on the college football team like this huge Samoan dude right and the guys couldn't wait for her to get home for her, her to tell the story because they knew that she would like hook up with all types of guys so they're like waiting for her to get home to tell the story and she said that it was the smallest thing she had ever done in her life so the most unexpected of people it's like you cannot judge you can literally not judge a book by its cover yeah. because you don't know what's in there and I, he said that he was shook like what so that goes on to the next questions should you um test drive the car before getting into a serious relationship <sighs> man i feel like this is so hard because you run the risk especially the people who wait to get married yes imagine like you wait to get married and all of a sudden you're like the fuck i feel like i this is such a hard question for me because i'm always in this like 
spiritual warfare. Like I'm always in this battle of like trying to do the exemplary correct thing, but also my very human side, you know? But I feel like I would need to test drive it for sure to know how you do it, if it's good. Like I'm, I'm a little too old to be like trying to teach somebody. Or we'll see how it goes. Or, yeah, and like also too, I feel like I need to like feel it outside of your pants to see what it feels like, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and see kind of what you got going on there. Because I've just heard too many stories of like it being too soft or it going soft or it not being like a good size. Like I have so many girlfriends, obviously, you know, yeah. we're always doing girl talk and stuff. And I'm just like, I'm terrified, low key. I'm really scared. <laughs> Uh, so I, I think I would need to. Yeah, and it, and it sucks for the guys too, just because at the end of the day, it's not like they chose. You know what I mean? Like, well, obviously we don't choose. You know, like if I have a big ass head, well, bitch, like <laughs> the fuck, like yeah. if I was born this way, you know, I have a big ass head. Like, what do you want me to say? You know, I I have big ass ears. Like that's not my fault. Like I came out of the womb like that. <laughs> like I wasn't like, hey God, you know, give me the designer head. Yeah. Like what the hell. But it does suck. I guess but even for a girl too like she could have small boobs she could have no boobs she could have I don't know a third nipple I don't know like or she may be awkward in bed you know and yeah. like I don't know I feel like but it goes boob, both ways boobs and butt can be fixed true <laughs> true I'm like true yeah. Uh, yeah that's true but regardless like also to like the comfortability there's you know there's girls that just want to leave the lights off yeah you know and some guy may be like that's it's not my vibe you yeah. know or like she's too prude like she just wants to lay down but then some guys only like girls that lay down you know what i mean yeah. so i guess it's you gotta find your right person oh it's hard out here it's hard out here <laughs> uh, so i've never ran into this issue but i i guess it's a big issue especially for males is uh would you ever date somebody who's shorter than you? No. And that's actually very common. And I, like I said, I, I'm 5'11", so I've mm -hmm. never ran across somebody or dated somebody that was shorter than me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize it was a problem until like some guy, like some girl clearly told me the reason she left. He, he, oh, he's cool, he's nice and everything, good looking guy, but he's short. Yeah. And so why is that? I... I don't want to feel like the guy. That's just the truth. And I'm not, even for myself, I'm only 5'3". I mean, you saw me, well, yeah. whatever. I'm only 5'3". So I'm not that tall. And if I, I don't want to feel like a guy. Like, I want to feel like safe. I want to feel like my man's bigger than me. Like he can grab me, hug me, pick me up. Like, I don't want to pick you up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the smaller you are, probably the less you weigh. Like, I could probably squat you on my back. Like, what? Like, <laughs> I'm going to throw you around like a rag doll, you know? Or, like, I don't want to lay in bed and my leg, like, extend longer than yours, you know? Like, I just don't. Like, I don't know. I want to feel like, like I'm with a man, you know? Like, yeah. especially me because I'm grown, you know? Like, it's funny that you say that because one time I did hook up with a guy that was shorter than me. And tell me why, oh my God, you're gonna die. I, I can't believe I'm even sharing this story. 
Uh, one time I hooked up with a guy that was short, like super short, and I didn't realize how short he was. I was a little tipsy, right? <laughs> and I had met with him one time to like go eat, I think. It was a while ago. And I met up with him to go eat and tell me why he's... So he walked me to my car and he stayed on the curb to give me a hug goodbye. <laughs> and I didn't hook up with him like that. It was just like, like not, not all that. Yeah. Not like that. Um, but... So I decided to go out with him because I didn't remember. I had a couple of dreams. And I was like, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. And when he stayed on the curb to give me a hug, goodbye, I was like, I got. <laughs> it's, it's like giving your son a Yeah, hug I was like, okay, home. bye. <laughs> see you never. <laughs> Literally, see you never. And I never responded to him ever again. Dang. Because I was just like, I just... I can't. Yeah. Like, I can't. Yeah. I mean, I've heard similar situations, to, or, you know, they, they want to feel like like he's the man, you know, like, and they feel like that when the guy is bigger, obviously bigger than them, and uh, they'll feel, like, protected by them and things like that. So Also heels. Yeah. So, short kings, uh, stay up. Short kings <laughs> is no, no for me, love. But I'm sure you'll find somebody out there. But honestly, too, like, I don't think that I require that much height, to be honest with you. Like, I'm 5'3". Five, five, I think 5'9 is good. Yeah. No, you're going to over 6. I, I need over <laughs> 6? I mean, well, yeah, but, dude, where the fuck are the tall men at? There's, they need some, they need to be corn fed out here because they're, they're all- eating chicken nuggets and they're like 5'6". Yeah, yeah. It's hard to meet really tall guys here, but my friend just went to Nashville and she's like, oh, girl, all the corn-fed big boys are over there. I was like, go. Oh. I don't know what they're feeding the uh, kids in Idaho, but right now they're all coming out massive. Like my little brother, he's 21. He just turned 21, six one, And all his like buddies are like- Y'all got same. non-GMO food over there probably <laughs> or something. And his friend, I'm like, these are your like people in your same class? I was like, I don't know what they're putting in the water, but like these these kids are massive. Yeah, well, I feel like it's hard to meet guys that are tall. So I feel for girls that are like five six, five seven, because I don't even feel like that's tall. Yeah. But you know, some girls are five six, five seven. A lot of my friends are five six, five seven, and I'm like, damn, like, how do y'all do it? Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry, short teens. Sorry. Uh, let's see. All right, so how long? should intimacy last you mean like like the actual act yeah yeah because there there's the the premature guys there's the uh how, how long do okay you think first is of all hel- there's I, the three hour guys there's- oh god no <laughs> i'm going to sleep i cannot <laughs> nah nobody got the, i got shit to do yeah. ain't nobody got time for that oh lord no but I think it depends, no? Like, I think it depends, like, obviously there's those times where you're like, fucking bend over in the bathroom really quick, you know? Like, a couple of seconds, let's get it in and get out, yeah. you know? Um, but I guess if you're like, actually engaging in the act, let's say it's at nighttime or whatever, I would say that anything longer than like, 20 minutes is too long. Yeah. It's too long, it's like, it's just too long. I, it's a long time to be like, switching 20 different, like you could do like, 30 positions in 20 minutes, you know, like it's a long time. Um, I think it's better. I think the best, most optimal time, it's probably like 10 minutes and then like maybe take a nap and then you could do it again. That's what I say all the time. Yeah, like there's no necessity to be going for seven hours like jackrabbits. That's insane. Yeah, there's this. uh, I'm going to go to sleep. (laughs) Yeah, like I said, it's for me, it's healthy for uh, 
like 15, 20, 25 minutes. And if you want, you can go multiple times. But go to take yeah. a nap, stop. And sometimes when you do that too, I feel like you get more turned on. Like the fact that you just did it and then you're like just chilling, but you're still kind of like physical touch, you know, and then you're kind of like, all right, let's do it again, yeah. you know, like. And then you start talking about like what you, oh, like you were doing. And then all of a sudden you start getting turned on again. And, and you could do it again. You could do that like two or three times in a day, in a night or whatever. And that's fucking amazing. But to be just going at it for three hours or two hours, an hour, 45 minutes, that's too long. Yeah, that's way too long. You can only go once. You know what I mean? Like I, I would be like, yeah. At that point you're just on autopilot for fun. Yeah. And what's the point of that? Yeah. I don't want to be on autopilot. I want to actually feel it. I feel like also too, if it's too long, you don't feel the same heat. Mm-hmm. It just kind of like just doing it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. No, I, I totally agree with you. All right. So, all right. The next question that I have here is where, where do you find good minute? I get this question all the time and I feel like it's all relative. I feel like you could find a good man anywhere. It's a matter of just putting yourself out there, out, not necessarily putting yourself out there like you're pursuing, but just going outside. And also too, I feel like you have to be in a place where you're gonna attract, you know? So that means that you have to be feeling good about yourself, that you're not out there like looking, that you're just out to live and enjoy your life. And I feel like that's when you attract the most, mm-hmm. um, but you have to go outside. Um, and I think you could find a good person anywhere because look at me, I go to festivals, I go to bars, I also go to Walmart, I also go to Target, like I also go get tattoos, like I'm everywhere. I'm at the beach, I'm at church, I'm everywhere. And I feel like I'm a good person. I feel like my intentions are pure. I feel like I would be a catch for anybody. So there has to be somebody out there who's doing the same thing, who wants to go outside to decompress, who goes at a club. Like I, ha- I don't have nothing against meeting a guy at a club, a bar, anywhere, just not a strip club. Like I don't want to meet a guy at a strip club because <laughs> then that's already telling me that you need that, Yeah. you know, and that's going to be who you are even in a relationship. And I'm good on that. But like, I feel like you could meet a good person anywhere. We're all human, right? You like to listen to music. Yeah. You like to dance. Why are you not allowed to decompress? Yeah. You know, Um, I think it's just a matter of the position that you put yourself in, in your mind. Mm -hmm. And if you're ready to receive and attract the right things. And I think that you glow too. Like that's one of my favorite compliments ever. It's like, oh, you're, you're like so glowy all the time. Or like, you just look so happy. You're like, it's one of the best compliments because that's what attracts people to you. Not necessarily that you're out looking. I remember when I first got single and I left my kid's dad. I remember that I was like ready to date, right? Like I was so ready. Like I cannot wait to meet a new guy because I was so over not getting any attention essentially. Mm-hmm. And I was like fucking binoculars everywhere, you know? <laughs> and I was just sitting down trying to be pretty, you know, like trying to be cute and like everywhere, right? And that got me fucking nowhere. I attracted not a thing. Yeah, guys would look but not approach, you know? And the second that I was like, man, fuck this. I'm just going outside to live my life and have fun like this. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, and and I agree because I was, and especially the whole bar thing, you opened my eyes to that because I would always say, no, you're not going to fight people at bar. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the last time we had a podcast, you know, you talked about that. And I was like, she's right. You know, she's right about that. And uh, I always say now is that anywhere you can find good guys, you can also find bad guys. 
Yes. I think you just have to use your discernment. That and like know your boundaries, like mm-hmm. know your boundaries, what your red flags are. Like if he does something that you're like kind of weirded out about it, trust your gut feeling, you know. Um, but just like you said, you can meet guys, you can meet good guys on the social on social media, and mm-hmm. you can also meet bad guys. Like yes. it's it, it just happens. Using your best judgment and discernment. Like obviously you're not gonna meet the guy at the bar that's being belligerent and ordering drinks disrespectfully mm-hmm. obviously that's somebody that you probably should like stay away from but what about the guy that's just chilling with his friends that look like they just got off work or something like that and they're trying to decompress or whatever yeah and i mean even there's bad people who go to church too there is i knew somebody really close to me who actually were married and we thought that they had like the most perfect life and it turns out that the entire time he was having an affair with like one of the ushers at church or another woman and um he was beating his wife at home and we didn't know because she was always being maquillada really pretty just to the nines you know she always looked very a well-kept woman and it turned out that she was that well-kept because she had to learn to properly take care of herself because he was beating the shit out of her and then but he was somebody who served in the church yeah so there's good and bad people everywhere. Yeah, so just keep your guard up, boundaries. Boundaries, just learn to notice little things that can be big things. Yeah, because they'll turn into big things. They will immediately <laughs> turn into big things. Uh, it, it's funny because like some people in the beginning will be blind to like little red flags because they're just like, oh, well, he's like. They're not blind, <laughs> they see them. But they're they like, just it's not that bad. Diminish yeah. them. Yeah. But then later on, that same red flag that, that you noticed a long time ago, now it's not cute. You know, mm-hmm. like, especially like jealousy. Oh, he got jealous. Mm-hmm. No, like later on, oh, like, this guy is super jealous. Like Controlling. Every- then it becomes controlling. Yeah. Then it's like you can't wear this when you go out. Then you can't even see your friends. It, th- those little tiny things, I promise you guys, they the turn. more you pay attention to the little things, you will start to see how much they really do matter later. Yeah, I remember, uh, my ex, she would dress however she wanted. Mm-hmm. And my buddy was like, you let her go out like that? Well, like with her friends? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, she's going to hang out with friends. If that's what's going to make her feel sexy and confident, then cool. This is a great example that you actually bring that up because in my marriage, my ex was not okay with me wearing anything. If I didn't look like, uh, like, like shit essentially then he wasn't comfortable all covered up you know or just shitty like i didn't comb my hair Mm. like you know all run down or whatever like he wasn't comfortable if i did my makeup more than two times a week it was like a question right but then i dated somebody that i was in a relationship with for a year and it was the opposite he was very much so like from the second i met him very much like oh what are you gonna wear and like recording me and taking pictures of me and all this stuff and sharing it on his socials like damn you look good or whatever like all the time and it's crazy that to experience that night and day because somebody will tell you who they are off the bat you know my ex was very much like if i got ready no compliment why because he didn't want me to feel good about myself but then i met my ex-boyfriend or whatever and if i got ready or when i was getting if i didn't get ready it was like why didn't you get ready, Chula? Like, or why don't you do your hair like this? I like when you do your hair like that, or you know. So yeah. you can automatically see again those little things are very telling of how they're gonna be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so I, I like a girl that's whatever is gonna make her feel sexy and confident. You do that, like, because I need you to be sexy and confident. Yeah. Nothing less. 
And I think it's a huge reflection of you too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like I, I, I'm like, if, if you know somebody is with you, like, why are you like, wh- where do the insecurities come from? Like, you know, like I know she's going to go hang out with, I know how guys are. They're probably going to flirt with her. They're probably going to be like, hey, like, let me get you. But I know she's with me. So she's going to be like, and sorry. you know that you're taking care of her. Yeah. She's going to be like, sorry, uh, like I'm with somebody or I know that. If I was out doing shady stuff, probably I'd feel the other way, but I wasn't out doing shady stuff, so there was no reason for that. Mm-hmm. So, ladies, just letting you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is an ick for you a guy can do on a date? There's a lot. <laughs> I'm like, ah. Oh. It's like, what's the last one that happened to you? Okay, the that? last one that happened to me was the date that I went on. Um, he said okay obviously i'm on social media right um and most of the guys that i date are actually not on social media so there are people that i met like outside and they're most of them have been grown men like 38 plus Mm -hmm. so they don't really have like social media different era you know i think our generation started with the social media like you know ours the internet yeah essentially but anybody that's i've dated has been like 38 39 40 etc so they're not really like on it but this guy was, and he said something to me like, oh, just thinking about it, it gives me the ache. <laughs> uh, he said like, oh, cause you're Miss Famous. And I was like, okay. Yeah, you're like, that's it. <laughs> Even to you, yeah. if I were, I'm, imagine I go like on a date with you or somebody and I'm like, because you have a social media following, I'm like, oh, Mr. Famous. like what do you be like this bitch like shut the fuck up you know like i don't know like oh it just like rubbed me the wrong way like i was like why like why say that you know like or why bring that up um another thing that bugs me is or that gives me the ache is if a man inquires too much about what i do for work because i feel like that shouldn't matter to you in the first date like why do you care what i do like Mm -hmm. i feel like a guy should enjoy your energy your company your presence your femininity your mm. all of that not be like so what do you do for work and how what do you, and how, what does that mean and you know like it's just that's so icky to me yeah um i'm trying to think what would be another thing i'm trying to give you three like my top three okay um if they order before me mm. Yeah. yeah that'll bug me yeah manners like, yeah there, there's some uh like girls let guys get away with a lot of stuff like i've seen like a lot of guys just not open doors for girls uh like let them order first like even go pick them up they usually meet somewhere oh okay well that's a safety thing Th- that's I feel a like. safety thing uh, but I, not after like the first couple dates yeah yeah and then oh and the biggest thing i know we did that uh, other video but uh I've never in my life split a bill with a girl. Oh, that's disgusting. I remember the last time I came here, I actually like went on a date with a girl mm-hmm. and uh, it came out, it was kind of pricey, like whatever, like we were having fun. And then she was like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll do half. I was like, no, <laughs> like what the hell? And she's like, no, no, it's a lot. I was like, no. And like, she's like, no, no, no. Uh, and I paid the whole thing. I was like, that's not how it works. Like, Like, I don't care, even if you invited me, to go and do something with you like i still feel like i gotta pay yeah because you're the man exactly and uh but there's those guys who are just like oh you want to split the bill like oh my god i have a story about that 
not my own but it's a great story but before i tell you uh there's a guy that i date currently and he's a grown man and you know what's very attractive this is a tip for any guys that watch this um that i love that he does when we go out to eat is he asks me what i'm gonna get right like he's like oh what are you gonna get or whatever and i'll tell him like oh i think i'm gonna get this i want fries i was like i don't know if i want you know this appetizer whatever and i love that he does this the waiter or waitress will come and he orders for me what i've already told him so he's like she's gonna get the burger and then or whatever and he'll be like uh, how do you want it so he's addressing me and i'll be like oh i want it well done and he tells the waiter like get it for her well done and she also wanted the fries and the brussels sprouts and he'll order like everything that i mentioned mm -hmm. and then he'll place his order and i find that to be so attractive because i feel like it's so manly like he took control of the table but he still asked me what i wanted and then he ordered it for me mm -hmm. and like he'll order my drink and then if my drink is running out or like i'm halfway he's like bring her another one even if i'm not gonna drink it he'll still be like bring her another one Damn. and i love that <laughs> i find that so attractive tell me that's not hot yeah yeah and i i have to gauge uh when you do that because there's actually some girls that don't like that they they're uh, but i feel like those are the women that are still very much in their masculine uh, energy that are like what the fuck yeah yeah that are like very girl power to the grave yeah because i've done it a few times uh but i've never i've never gotten like backlash from it or anything like that uh but that's a good tip now i'm gonna everybody's like i'm just gonna order oh that's my favorite <laughs> I, I, every time he does it i'm like oh my gosh it's just i i just find it so like so dominant of his presence and his manhood and like so it's so attractive to me because in privacy he's asking me like oh chula what do you want you know what quieres hermosa lo que sea he's asking me like que quieres and then i'll tell him like oh i want this i want that and he's like okay and when the waiter comes immediately he's like okay she'll have this and that and um bring her a drink what do you want and mm -hmm. i'll be like oh i don't i don't want a drink and he's like okay not yet come back and ask us if she wants a drink again you know or whatever and he's mm -hmm. very like he takes control of the the situation the situation and i find that so attractive yeah that i i do agree girls do like it when a guy is like not controlling in a bad way but like uh the dominant one you know like uh for example i went on a date with a girl i had told her hey i'm gonna be here i made the reservations and everything and she's like oh so what are we gonna do and i was like oh don't worry i was like i got reservations over here like we got to be there at this time and so on and she was like oh okay you know like kind of like that doesn't happen too often and mm -hmm. like it kind of shows you where the, some of these guys set the bar like they, they set it pretty low like it just took a little bit a lot of girls have accepted a lot of treatment below yeah That's like why. it just took a little bit out of my day to mm -hmm. look to see what restaurant i'll go to I'll be like all right i want to go to that one let me call make a reservation cool gave you gave them my name and number and they're like be here at this time and that literally took five minutes mm -hmm. but then that she's gonna see you completely different after that like she's like oh she's like okay mm -hmm. okay it's true dude <laughs> it's so true so tip for you guys i don't know how many i know you have a small percentage of guys it's actually that a watch. lot more which is starting to grow and and it's i like it because it's like the positive guys not like hey like the shit yeah like the andrew tates of the world and they're like oh hey i love like the things you do because it's actually true or like the things you talk about because you know uh 
kind of like them like i feel like that positive reinforcement yeah exactly like a good positive community for men yeah yeah well that's a big tip guys <laughs> that's a big one if you guys really want to woo a girl i think that's a really attractive thing and just doing little things for her, like uh there's a like i sent a girl a postcard one time which is what i went to go return something for amazon and since I was there, I was like, let me send her something real quick. Just wrote something on a, a postcard real quick, sent it to her. And I'm sure she enjoyed that, you know. Yes, those little things matter. Dude, do you know that there's guys that still don't know the sidewalk rule? Oh, when you're supposed to walk on, on the sidewalk. Bro, of the street? Yeah. there's still men. I've gone out on dates with men that don't do the sidewalk rule. Or, and I'm just like, how do you not do the sidewalk rule or when they walk have you seen the guys even when they're in a relationship already that walk ahead far ahead the, and the girl's just like i'm like uh your girl's back there like i cannot one time i made a like a smirky little comment i was like you better be careful because like i'll take her like yes i can't i like how to i just don't get it no. how guys don't know the sidewalk I, rule yeah i walk fast Mm -hmm. But I know like you're pulling her like vente. no, like I know like when I'm walking with somebody and if I'm into them I'm gonna be next to you. you yeah, also the sidewalk rule if uh, or like I usually So they always like wolves they they're usually in the back like the alpha is because he's making sure like everybody's like It's not always the first guy. You know, oh, hey, <laughs> that's another thing that I find super attractive is or with that guy that I date casually um that he he definitely makes it a point whenever we go eat somewhere he sits facing the door or facing the crowd and my back is to everybody and i love that because it just makes me feel safe it makes me feel like he's in control he's observing everything that's going on while we're in conversation and i just get to just be yeah you know and very much so again the sidewalk rule very very cavalier very like hey con permiso and like move me to the inside or yeah, whatever yeah. but guys don't know that dude and there's guys that don't care if like their back is to the door and i'm just like what even i even i teach my sons like no you guys need to be on this side you guys are the boys or whatever you mm -hmm. know or you guys need to your sister goes on the inside you guys on the outside even uh, my sons are little like yeah where was your mama you gotta teach them young for real all right so let me see the next one is what are your thoughts on people checking their partner's phones as tests as tests uh so, so some people what they'll do is like let me go through your phone and see what their partner says because they want to see they think oh here here's my phone mm -hmm. but they won't check it they, they think that's loyal they're loyal because of that me what what i say is like if you ask me to check my phone is because either I did something or like you don't trust me. So now I see it differently. You know what I mean? Like it's not more like I know I'm loyal, mm -hmm. but why are you asking me to check my phone? Like did somebody tell you something? Did somebody like uh, assume something or do you just not trust me? Mm -hmm. uh, you know what I mean? But some people do that as a test, just like, hey, let me look at your phone. And if they just give them the phone, I guess they pass the test. But I feel like that does a lot more harm mm -hmm. than actually help it probably brings you peace of mind but now what about the the person that you asked them to check their phone low-key that made me uncomfortable right yeah low-key i feel like i let me adjust my leg um i feel like that makes me feel like 
wait, what did I do for you not to trust me? Exactly. Like, what did I, what did I do? Especially in relationship. Like now at this point, we're not dating anymore. Now we're in relationship. Right. And it's like, wait, what did I do to prompt you to ask me to like to use my phone? Like, yeah, I could let you go through it. But what was the reason? Exactly. And that makes me feel like, where is this coming from? Yeah. I, I had a girl ask me to check my phone one time and I was like, why? Like, what happened? And I was like, did somebody tell you something? Do you think I did something? And I know I didn't do anything, but I just, just out of nowhere. And uh, she was like, oh, I was just trying to test you to see if you would give me my phone or give you, give her my phone. And mm -hmm. I was like, all right, cool. I was like, you can look through my phone. I was like, but this <laughs> is not going to be the same anymore because now. No, because now, now I, I got questions. Yeah. Now I got, yeah. Like why? Yeah. You can say that it was a test, but how do I know somebody else didn't feed you something? Because there's always people out here trying to start rumors, trying to like break people up. Uh, and it, it just, to me, it felt like it changed the relationship. Like changes the dynamic. Yeah. Like now I did everything I could to have you trust me. But then out of nowhere, you're just like, let me check your phone. And it's like, at what, at what point do you have uh, some form of sincere maturity? Like why the necessity to test your partner? Yeah. Like why the necessity to kind of hold something over them just to see what they would do? Yeah. At that point, you're playing with your relationship. You're not actually respecting your relationship because you're trying to find reasons. And then for what? To, to spark an argument? Uh, what the probably, fuck is the point of that? That's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, at the end of the day, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And then you're going to be mad. And, and I get it. If you want to question me, if I did do something, yes, I totally understand. Like if I was talking to you and, uh, and you came in the room and I was like, yeah. Then I'll be like, what was that? Who were you on your phone with? Yeah. You know, like, who were you talking to that you needed to do that? So that's questionable. Yeah. But if they're just like, hey, let me go through your phone. The fuck? <laughs> yeah. I'd be, yeah. No. That's how I felt. I was like, instantly, I'm like, what? Well, did somebody tell you? I'm immediately going to tell you no, first of yeah. all. And then second of all, I'm going to ask you like, why? Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, like I said, that completely, to me, if you tell me that for no reason, it completely changes everything. I stopped talking to her like that. I just didn't feel... I just felt different. Comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm like, Keep the crazy to yourself, girl. Go, go check somebody else's phone. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you think situationships can, can eventually lead to a relationship? I hate this question. I always say it's more that it, there's a higher chance it's not. It's not. It's not. Let's be real. Yeah. You're a situationship for a reason. You're hoping for something. You're romanticizing. Yeah, and sometimes they do give you the relationship just so you don't leave. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you've as a placeholder. Yeah, but then the moment they find somebody, is they're just gonna leave. You know, so uh, and it's always excuses uh, like not mentally ready, don't really want to put a title on it, or I'm not into titles. That's another one. Uh, working on my mental health. Girls, if you don't want to get stuck in situationships, stop making yourself too available to men. Yeah. Stop being so desperate because that's how you end up in situationships. You end up accepting those things because you so desperately want a, a, some form of contact or connection with somebody. And then you get your feelings hurt. And I always say, like, if they give you any of those excuses, let them go figure it out on their own. And then you find somebody that wants to be with you. That's exactly what it is. <laughs>
that's exactly what it is. I don't think that a situation ship could ever lead to a solid relationship because it already had a rocky foundation to begin with. And that's the standard that you guys set from the beginning. Yeah. That very rocky, finicky foundation with no titles, no boundaries, no really lines. So everything's blurred. Yeah. Anything in blurred vision is already going to fail. Even if you guys decide to start a relationship, it's going to take a lot of communication and like a reset. It's hard to reset with somebody that you already know. Yeah. And and they like, like when you're just a placeholder like that, if you catch them with anybody else, you guys are not in a relationship. So you can't get mad. <laughs> Dude, I don't do situationships. I can't. Yeah. No. Like, I can't. And I'm too sensitive. I'll cry. <laughs> For real. We don't want you to cry. I would cry. For real. I'll cry. I'll cry. I'd be like, ah. <laughs> Why? Yeah. When it was my fault. But now, no, but I... All right. So, so th this is actually one that I really wanted to ask. Uh, do you need to be attracted to the person that you are with? Yes. Exactly. Yes. And I have to. There's those... I get it all the time. It's like, what if you're not attracted to them? Do you think that... Like, you will build that attraction to him. How did you even start dating? Exactly. <laughs> like, if, if I if I see a girl, like, I tell him, think about it. If I see a girl and I'm attracted to her, I'm going to go to try to talk to her. If I see a girl I'm not attracted to, I'm not going to go and try to talk to her. You're not. I feel like the only place where you can establish a relationship or an attraction with somebody is in, in situations where, like, let's say you have a friend group and there's always somebody that's around and maybe you weren't initially attracted to them, but as you got to know them, you're attracted to them. I feel like that's the only scenario. But, some sort of but then at, you're, you've already built an attraction. Yeah. So how could you just be with somebody that you're not attracted to at all? I feel like that's impossible. I can't. Yeah. The first thing is attraction you have to be attracted to him in some sort of way like even if it's just like a little bit like you're like oh well he's kind of cute you know uh and then see where it goes from there and then just maybe based on his person you find him a lot more attractive because he's like oh he's he does this he does that but in the beginning you have to be attracted to him how i how do you start a relationship with somebody that you're not attracted to imagine just seeing some hey what's up you want to it's do like this yeah i just pick up the guy in the corner i'm like hey what's up you want to hang out like you, you want to try to do this see where it goes yeah let's see what happens fuck it yeah i don't know i yeah you definitely need attraction we all know that beauty fades and all that but that's why you need that initial attraction that yeah. initial like yeah, uh, I 100% agree. Um, just because, like, I get attracted to girls' smiles. Like, that's the first thing that I notice in them. Yeah. Is, is their smile. Yeah. And then from there, I'm just like, okay, like, let me try to talk to her. And that kind of, like, opens the door for me to go and talk to that person. If I don't, if I see somebody that, oh, well, maybe she has a nice personality. I'm gonna, I'm still going to go talk to her. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's no. never, that's never happened. You're not going to go and talk to her. You're gonna be, no. You see somebody and you're like, she looks like she has a pretty aura. <laughs> the fuck yeah no nobody does that <laughs> uh -huh. oh i actually missed this question but uh, how long do you think you should be dating somebody before you guys become like official boyfriend and girlfriend i think at minimum now having experienced what i have experienced at very minimum three months but i think preferably like six now that i know the things that i know like yeah. I feel like six is a good time period between three and six to see again where somebody's actual headspace is because everybody can be what I like to call a Picasso. <laughs> Paint you a real pretty picture. Oh, yeah. And it's only a matter of time before that picture starts to 
reveal itself. Then you start seeing, yeah, because I, I always say, I say six months to a year because during that time, you should know if you want to be with this person or not. And if you've lasted six months, then I'm pretty sure you guys are doing well together. Yeah. But you also have to live with this person through like the different seasons. And also, how did he react? Like, what does your first fight look like? It's not going to be as bad. How was the second fight? How is he when he gets mad? How is he like if when he gets in a funk? Like, is he just like real like push off it? Like, don't fucking bug me, you know, like and things like that. You don't know that because during that honeymoon phase, everything's gonna be great. If something bugs you, it's just gonna be like, hey, babe, hey. I really didn't like that you did this. Later on, it could be like, yo, like I didn't fucking like that, you know, and like it can go to a whole different level. Um, I think too the maturity level that you're at too, like where you are in age, I think. And in wisdom, I think that matters a little bit, too, because I think waiting a year when you're 36, yeah. 35 is like kind of like, well, shit, you, you should kind of know, you yeah. know, you should kind of have some discernment at that point. But I guess maybe like when you're still in your 20s, yeah, give it a little bit more time. Yeah, just because yeah. they're still young, too. And uh, I always get that, too. Uh, so here's another question is, would you ever date somebody who's younger than you? I have. In their 20s? I have. Yes. And how was that? Um, it was good, but I think that there's a, it's cause it depends what level you're at in your twenties, you know, mm -hmm. um, the guy too, that I had went on a date with, uh, recently, he was like two years younger than I am, I think, but he's a dad, mm. he has a career, he has his own place. So I think it depends on where you are in life too, that like factors in yeah. to your age as well. You know, it's not just your age. But um, I'm not opposed to, like, dating somebody younger. It just, you have to have... That and, like, like you said exactly, like, how they are, like, maturity-wise. Because I, I did go on a date, too, with a girl that was younger. How much younger? Uh, <laughs> she was 22. Oh, hell no. No, but it, it, it's because, let's just say, like, I didn't know her actual age. I thought she was, like, 24, 25. Okay. And I come to find out she was only 22. I would never but, date but, a 22-year-old guy. No, so after that, I was like, yeah, this is why I don't do this. Because the conversation instantly, like, felt like, this this is a little girl, you know? Like, it's different. Yeah, I was like, this is not, I don't like this conversation. Like, it doesn't feel mature. It doesn't feel like she's experienced anything in life, you know? <laughs> Just all these things. I can't even imagine talking to one. I'm, I'm like, oh, my God. And so after that, I was like, yeah, this is why, this is why, like, I don't do this. And so, obviously, that didn't work out because... Uh, just that maturity level the conversation and that's what i tell people is like how were you at that age like, yes just think about it like were you out wild and like having fun okay what makes you think this person's not doing that you know but if they're doing that let them do that like they're you remember like when you're at that age you don't want them to do it like when they're in their 30s and 40s and you know uh so i'm just like how were you at that age and think about it okay 22 bro <laughs> i literally want to throw this fucking water hey, bottle just, at you i just, it was just you were just testing the water as well <laughs> but yeah no never again yeah no hell no no i hell think no. I, I think uh whoever i talk to has to be at least in their 30s yeah for me too yeah and, 30. but i also say don't put an eight like because what if somebody comes along and is like 26? 29 yeah, or 26. No, 20, 26 is too young. No, but you never know. Like, what if he's, like, 26. amazing? You, that's what you say right now, but <laughs> he comes <laughs> being amazing. Like, all this, he checks off all the boxes. You'd probably be like, eh, we'll see where it goes. No, I, I couldn't. <laughs> you know why, too? Because I think about myself and I think about, like, my vanity, too. Like, mm -hmm. like I don't want to be with a guy who looks 
so much younger than me, That's you know? True. Like, I want to look like I'm with a man who looks like a man, at least in their 30s, you know, that looks like we look comparable, not like this old bitch with this fucking 26-year-old guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, nah, 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 yeah. nah, nah. And I don't want no man to look younger than me. Like, I like my man to look rugged. Yeah, you know? no, that makes sense. Like, he has some miles on him. He, he's, he's, he's been uh, through some things. Yes. All right, so uh, two more questions for you. Run it. Uh, what are your thoughts? I already know the answer to this. What are your thoughts on a guy liking and following other girls on social media? But like, I know you don't like the guys, uh, but if, like for all these other women listening, is it okay for their, their guy to be doing things like that? Okay, before I answer that, I'm gonna talk to the girls first. I'm gonna talk to the girls. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, Mother Jackie's in the house. No, just kidding. Um, girls. I see so many women or young girls thirsty as can be on social media. And I feel like they need to be told or they've never been told how unattractive that is and how embarrassing it is to see women thirsting over men in that aspect and seeing women be like, oh my God, I was watering my garage do that again you know like it's one thing for you to look or to find something appealing it's another for you to leave these embarrassing comments all over the internet because you can't erase those and if ever you were to meet your person or find your guy or whatever and he sees that you left that comment you never know what somebody could come across on social media yeah that's embarrassing embarrassing for your man your future man think about your your future and what is what your potential is out there you know and like let's say you meet the man of your dreams for example and this applies to men too but i want to talk to the girls because obviously there's girls on here yeah um you meet the man of your dreams and then he sees that you've liked this guy that doesn't even look like him all his photos he just came across this guy or he went to your following and saw that you followed this guy and you liked all his photos and they don't even look the same imagine you've already created this insecurity in somebody that is like your dream person just by the actions that you took that you can't erase on social media mm. you know yeah and i feel like all those things matter people think that they don't matter but they do so i just wanted to talk to the girls for a second because i hate to see it like i hate to see girls following hella guys because they're attractive and I hate to see men following hello girls because they're attractive. Mm. You know, I'm very much more so like you should follow people on social media that align with you or that give you advice, you know, like positive things. Like I follow guys too. I follow you, obviously. Yeah. I follow Andy Frisilla. I follow, but I follow guys that talk about things that matter, yeah. not just because I'm like, oh my God, he's so fucking fine. Follow. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, no, no, never. Um, I don't even follow guys that are interested in me mm -hmm. because I'm not going to follow you. It's, it's a stamp that maybe my future husband could see. And he's like, "Who? The, why the fuck does she follow 30 guys? You know, yeah. I don't know. I'm good. Now, as far as my man, liking girls, pictures, commenting, following all types of girls. It's a no for me, love. It's just an automatic. No, uh, there's so many guys in my DMS all the time. And it's crazy, even though my platform is 93% women, that's my analytics, 7% men, there's still so many guys in my DMs. And sometimes out of curiosity, not because I'm attracted to them, I just go to these men's profiles. And I will tell you guys that 98% of them will fail the test off the bat hmm. because I go to who you're following and I see that you follow a bunch of girls. That automatically 
cancels you out because number one i already know this is going to be a problem if we start dating mm-hmm. because it's going to bug me that you follow all of these girls because what the fuck for <laughs> where's your self-control yeah where's your discipline where's your head at that tells me a lot yeah in my opinion uh so 98 percent of them would fail off the bat and then if i know that you're following all these girls then what in the relationship you're going to be liking a picture a like is not just a like some guys try to get attention that way or they'll go in like multiple pictures of a girl because you can see when somebody liked multiple pictures mm-hmm. it's not just that simple or a quick reaction to their story it all starts somewhere it's it literally does <laughs> it literally does that's why i prefer to date actually guys that are not on social media now yeah i remember you you mentioned that uh all right so last one which is kind of funny well to me does a man, I know. Don't be fucking making a fool out of me right here and no, laughing at not me. Not at all. Does a man have to be well-groomed down there? What do you mean by well-groomed? Like either trimmed up or like shaved. Yes, trimmed up at the very least. Yeah, because... Yeah. Ain't nobody... Say no way you're going to have fucking Bob Marley down there. Like what? <laughs> Trying to search for it. Yeah, like it. where is he? Where are you? <laughs> you know like no well even for a girl too yeah i i always say the same thing because i actually got this question not too long ago i always say that they have to be at least trimmed up or uh because they asked me do i prefer wax or trimmed up and i'm like either or as long as we don't have like a jungle going on down there like i'm good like as long as it's well maintained clean and like i just think about it this way too like like do you want to fly okay has this ever happened to you when you're like eating food and let's say like accidentally like one of your hairs fell in it and, or something and like, like you get it on your tongue it's kind of hard to get it out of your mouth like yeah. your one your your hair like your or your beard hair for example because yeah. i'm sure your beard hair comes off sometimes yeah. um in your food or whatever and you're like fuck and now it's like stuck at the back of your throat and you're trying to get it out imagine somebody's ball hair <laughs> oh no <laughs> i can't imagine the girl like it gets on <laughs> Yeah, like, it's stuck in there. Like, she's permanently flossing her teeth with that shit. Oh, no. Or for a girl, too. Like, if you're not fully clean down there, like that, like, cleaned up, and a hair gets stuck in his throat or some shit. Like, and you're like... Like, trying to get it out. You know what I mean? You know when you've been eating food and, like, you have a beard? I know for sure beard hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because my ex-husband had a big beard, and his beard would get in his food sometimes, and, like... It's annoying. He'd be like trying to get it off and you can't. Yeah. 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 And then you do that whole spinning. The p- yeah. You're like trying to get. Yeah. So imagine somebody's pube. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. You're like. <laughs> like it's all. You're like <sighs> trying to fucking gargle it out of your throat. Oh, no. That would just kill the mood. Instantly. No, of course. You need. No, you need to be cleaned up. But anyways, those are all the questions I want to ask you. Uh, thank you for doing this stuff. Uh, you know, obviously, like I got to know you through TikTok and you know i appreciated you even actually responding and wanting to do the podcast and all this stuff and she's amazing too she looks even better in person too so <laughs> stop <laughs> so it it's amazing in person so if you haven't seen her in person but anyways thank you again for doing this thank really you to appreciate it and i'm sure the ladies are gonna love it too so thank you guys for watching and i hope this time you guys have the best audio because hopefully. now it's in person so now it's hopefully the best audio exactly yeah well thank you guys all right see you guys yeah i gotta keep it
Trinity on my soul I'm the most selfish person that I know Here we go down the rabbit hole Got a couple carrots around my neck Self-respect when you out of line You put your 